Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is Dr. Zom. Um, no, I just thought I'd jump back on. As This has become like a um, kind of a pattern for me where I'll get a wild hair up my ass, as they say, in Appalachia. And uh, I'll do a podcast because I'm kind of like, oh, you know, shit, I haven't done one in a while. I'll wait like fucking five months and then I'll decide to do one. And then right after that, I'm like, hey, that was pretty fun. So I think I'll do another one. But anyway, the last one I did um, had some difficulties uh, with transferring the MP3 to um, the page and to um, iTunes. Uh, for some reason, I kept getting this uh, like error come up. Everything else worked fine. Uh, but when I would try and attach the file from uh, file duck, which is what we use, um, it would say something. I can't even remember what the thing was that it said. And I tried it and tried it and tried it. I made sure I was spelling it correctly uh, and everything because that was a problem right at first. If you if um, the uh, path to the file wasn't you know, exactly correct, and well, then it wouldn't, it wouldn't show up. And so that's the first thing I thought of. But uh, then I did a Google search and found that some other people had had the same problem. But, the, you know, they had had this problem since, like, you know, I think 2018. And there were some different ones where people were contacting each other on forums and stuff saying they had the same thing. I never had it. So I tried different browsers and everything, still had the same thing. Tried tried a different file, even created just a short, like, one-minute file and uh, tried that. It didn't work. Um, but when I when that message came up, there's still a thing up in the top uh, left corner on WordPress uh, that you can preview... Um, what your what it's going to look like and everything, and um, so I previewed it and it came up on the silver and gold page, you know, with the pictures that I wanted and what I wanted to say and everything. And uh, but I noticed that it actually had the um, like the download on there where you could play it, um, and so I just went ahead and saved it and it came up that way and I posted it on silver and gold. Um, the last I checked, it still hadn't showed up on iTunes, but, you know, after you sit here for two hours and record something, um, I just figure if, you know, if there's some kind of a problem, maybe it's a problem with uh, WordPress uh, and they'll work it out. Uh, I even talked, I contacted Loaf and we talked for a while, which is good because, you know, I hadn't talked to him in, in you know, I don't know how many months. But uh, he's doing okay, just to let everybody know. Uh, and we, we talked a little bit. We were trying to work out that problem, but then, you know, we were talking about what's going on and everything in our, in our lives. <laughs> and everything seems to be okay with him. You know, he's, uh, he's doing his thing and seems pretty happy. Um, and, um, but what I was going to say was, um, I, since it actually came up on the Sylvan Gold page, and, um, you know, I even listened to it to make sure that it played and everything, and it played. If it shows up on iTunes, that's fine. Um, if it doesn't, I'll just post it to the Silver and Gold page. And it, it, when you go there to um, listen, 
it has uh, a button that says like stream it. And then right beside of it has a button that says download. So if you guys wanted to just download it straight from there to listen to it, I know, I know iTunes, you know, it's a lot more convenient because it pops up and tells you, I try and, you know, if we have a new um, show, I try and pin it to the top of the Facebook page. And, uh, but like I said, you know, hopefully they'll work that out. Um, uh, like I said, I did a Google search trying to figure it out and spent a bunch of time and it was just really irritating and frustrating. But like I said, I just wanted, you know, uh, I wanted somebody, if I do the fucking podcast, you know, do a show, there's nothing worse than thinking, okay, the only person that's going to hear it is me. So anyway, uh, but what, uh, at the end of that show, I, you know, I kind of went down some uh, rabbit holes with some different stuff and uh, kind of got off track. Um, you know, I was talking about some of the comics I read and everything and, and um, some of the stars that appeared, uh, like I said, going down a rabbit hole uh, for certain movies. But I didn't really get around to what I said I was going to do, which was to talk about some of the movies that I had watched over the past several months. Uh, and again, seeing if, how much of it I can remember and everything. Um, so I'm going to do that. I just took Mary, Mary, the sweetest dog in the world, for a walk. Her second walk for today. Her hips are starting to, to bother her, so we'll go for a little bit of a longer walk in the um, you know early morning, it was cold today. It was down to like 42 degrees, and it's almost May. So, and I saw on um, the news they actually had a little you know it was spitting snow a little bit up uh, a little bit above Pittsburgh. Um, so anyway, um, so we went for a walk, and like I said, the, this was our second walk. So we just go walk to the edge of town. There's a big field uh, where the deer frolic. And we got to see uh, the white uh, fluffy dog. And somebody told me the other day that she is part Australian shepherd and poodle. Because I thought she was like uh, part Labrador and part poodle. But she's part, she's all white, but she looks like a little sheep. And she's so friendly and funny. But anyway, I was watching. This is funny because I, I there are so many different things that um, I've been getting into and just watching other than movies. Um, I was looking at some of the new movies that have come out and I thought, you know, I, I almost gotten to the point where it's going to be a, just a treat every once in a while to rent a movie and watch it. Um, because there's so much streaming stuff and so much stuff I haven't seen. And I got on iTunes and I got on, um, Prime. And also YouTube, and we're just, you know, thought, well, I wonder if there's anything new that really is, you know, uh, something that I really want to see. And I didn't really see that much that, um, let me look here, uh, that I that I was just like, you know, okay, I want to spend five, six bucks to watch this. I drove by the uh, movie theater today because I had to go to Walmart to get some stuff to fix my toilet, uh, the intake thing. Um, no water was coming out. And uh, I think it's because they were working. Our water had been kind of crappy for a while with um, the old pipes, uh, not in the house, but, you know, in from the, just the water lines. And um, so then they were putting in a fire hydrant uh, down at the end of my street, and they were working on that. So one day, I mean, I even 
uh, turned on the water and there's no water. And then one day I turned it on and it was coming out like fucking brown because when they, you know, they, they had to put in like a new water line for the water line to be big enough to put in a fire hydrant. Um, and I think that it just kind of gunked everything up. So it wasn't too hard. The only, the worst part was, is that, um, I don't have a lot of room. Like my, uh, bathroom is really small, just big enough for the sink, the toilet and the bathtub or shower. Um, but, um, I always, before I even start, I'm very defeatist because I, you know, especially like with plumbing and stuff like that, that it, you know, it'll leak or that I'll have a hard time with it and everything. And I didn't really at all other than, uh, just having, not having a lot of space to work. So I had to kind of scrunch down there and I was like, Oh God, I hope I, my back doesn't start bothering me. Um, I don't know, like some of the Marvel stuff, I'm going to wait. Like I was looking here. That's what, when I was just talking, let me pull my desk drawer out so I can set my iPad here and look at it. Um, and I'm touching my mic. So if you hear a clung, 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 that's me. Um, like Ant-Man and the Wasp, uh, Quantumania. Um, I liked the last Ant-Man that had, you know, like Ghost and, uh, and I thought it was pretty good. Um, but I may just be about marveled out unless I can get it for free streaming or something. I'm not, I'm not going out of my way to, uh, you know, and that's what like some of the series and stuff I, I see that have popped up for DC and Marvel on some of these pay, uh, streaming channels. And I'm like, well, fuck, you know, uh, like I said, in several podcasts, I cut my, um, cable down to almost nothing other than, uh, uh, like 13 channels and my, um, internet. And, uh, I just noticed that before when I had, um, prime and Netflix, I was paying for both of those and I wasn't watching them. I mean, I watched like, uh, like I said, like, uh, the anime for Baki and, uh, Doro Hidoro. And I was watching, um, a couple of series, uh, and some movies every once in a while, but for the most part, I was watching YouTube. And if I wanted to watch a movie, I would get on Crackle or Tubi or something like that. Or just, you know, sometimes you can just find them on YouTube or online. Um, so anyway, let's see. Avatar, The Way of Water. Um, I did not mind the first Avatar. I know a lot of, there were some people that couldn't stand it or whatever, or, or just rejected it and the whole concept. Uh, and, um, I like Stephen Lang in that. I thought he was really good, but that's another one. Like my sister really loves th- those that movie, the first one, and she went to see the second one. And uh, she t- even told me she goes, "If you want to go see it, I'll go see it again." Um, maybe when she comes back from Arkansas, I you know if she wanted to go see it, if it's still playing in the theater, it might not even be playing now because it's on here for is it for rent? No, it's just for purchase for 20 bucks, and I'm not paying 20 bucks. Uh, Plane with um, Gerard Butler and the guy that played <laughs> the guy that played Luke Cage. Uh, I guess that would be Mike Coulter. I, I liked him. I liked um, uh, the uh, Luke Cage Power Man series, and when he was in Defenders, I hope that they bring him back because he was perfect for that role. I would have liked to have seen him do another Luke Cage continue on with that series. Cause the way they ended it, I mean, it kind of left it like maybe they would do another one. 
Creed three actually looked pretty good. I wasn't thrilled with um, uh, all the Rocky crap in the Creed movies. Like I've, I again, I keep saying this, but like I've said before, uh, you know, Rocky gets on my nerves after a while, and that whole shit about Unk. He kept calling him Unk and stuff, and it, it bothered me. But um, I kind of like the idea of uh, Jonathan Majors. Uh, in this, and I know that uh, what he he had some kind of a thing here recently where I think he I don't know if he smacked around a woman or what or accused of uh, abuse or something I don't know, but I liked him also in um, Love Lovecraft Country, and so um, the trailer looked good and it kind of reminded me of a. I don't know, like he's playing kind of like almost like a Mike Tyson slash Clubber Lang kind of a character from up uh, Donna's Creed's past. Again, that's another one. Uh, it has, you can rent it for $19.99. No. The only way I would ever do that is if I had about, uh, you know, let's see, it's 20 bucks. If I had like maybe... <laughs> 20 people <laughs> pitching a dollar or, or 10 pitching in $2. Um, I will wait. Um, I don't mind, like I said, every once in a while, if it's $5.99, okay, that's fine. If they're cheaper than that, like they have some of them on here where you can rent them for 99 cents on iTunes or, um, you know, like just, you know, kind of cheapies that have been around for a while. You know, maybe you can buy them for like a, $2.99 or I don't know what. And I think, oh, you know, I, I'd like to have a streaming copy of Dogs of War or, you know, whatever. The, a movie that I really like. Um, Shazam, Fury of the Gods. I don't really, I didn't really like the first one. And I'm a Captain Marvel fan. Um, I don't like how they are, how I would rather have Billy Batson be the young guy. And when he turns into Captain Marvel, he's like, an adult, not just physically in stature, but like just, you know, adult in mentality. Um, so anyway, and, but I just didn't think that that first one was that good. And I don't think, I didn't think that this one looked very good. Adam driver in 65. Uh, my friend Tim really, you know, was interested in seeing that one. Uh, it kind of looks like almost kind of like a little bit of a throwback to, um, you know, maybe like uh, some of the um, 70s, late 60s, uh, early 70s movies about like when Richard Boone, the last dinosaur hunter or something like that. Um, but that's, it just, you know, again, buy it for $24.99. Nope. And rent it for $19.99. Nope. If it shows up on one of the streaming ones here in a few years, I'll watch it. But, but I'm just learning to be patient. A uh, man called Otto with Tom Hanks. I thought that looked pretty good. That, that one looks like something that I could watch like with my mom. Um, hang on a second. I had to have a little drink. But again, um, well, okay, now this one's uh, rent for $5.99. Maybe uh, if I go visit uh, her and my dad, we can watch that one. It looks like it might be good. Or go see it in the theater. Once her shoulder gets healed up, the whale. I like Brendan Fraser. I liked him in um, Gods and Monsters, and I really liked him in that. And I liked him in 
uh, The Quiet American. Um, you know, this one got... I have a hair in my mouth. Ugh. It's on my tongue, I think. I think got it. Anyway, uh, this one got a lot... God damn it. As soon as I start talking... Ugh. It's on my tongue. Okay, I got it. Goddamn one of Mary's fucking real fine fucking it's fur. <laughs> anyway, um, I like Brendan Fraser. This one got a lot of uh, you know a big push uh, because of the Oscars and everything. And I like Sadie Sink. Uh, but again, five ninety nine. That's one since it did so well with the Oscars and everything that you know maybe one of these nights when I'm sitting here. And I think, you know, okay, I've uh, worn out YouTube. Uh, maybe I'll just put something on uh, that's, that's something good and, and rent it. Uh, let's see. Puss in Boots. <laughs> Is that Antonio Banderas? Yes, I like Antonio Banderas and I like Salma Hayek. Ray Winstone. Uh, Florence Pugh. Let's see. Who else? Okay, so that's a pretty good cast of voice actors. I always wonder now, of course, like like I said, that's that's pretty good. But um, if it's done well, I mean, you know, uh, they could get... I mean, I'm sure they're selling it on some of these big star actors doing voice work. But, you know, they could probably get... If it's a, a well-done script with well-done animation, that they could get some voice actors that, and pay them some good money. Uh, let's see, Evil Dead. Is that a new one? I think it is. Did they? Yeah, 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 yeah. Two, well, 2013. Um, I have not seen Evil Dead 1 or 2. Um, I saw um, the one with Bruce Campbell. What the fuck's it called? Where he goes back in like medieval times, but he still has his uh, Army of Darkness. And I thought that was really good. Um, so I would need to... I think I maybe have seen parts of the original Evil Dead. And I have Bruce Campbell's books. I've read about it. Um, so maybe that's something I need to uh, get off my uh, uh, shelf of shame. <laughs> Jesus Revolution. Jesus was a Capricorn. He ate organic food. In the 1970s, young Greg Lowry is searching for all the right things in all the wrong places until he meets Lonnie Frisbee, a charismatic hippie street preacher. Together with Pastor Chuck Smith, Kelsey Grammer, they open the doors of Smith's languishing church. Okay, well, I just don't think that's going to be something that I want to watch. Uh, American Sniper, you... God damn it. I still... It's like on the roof of my mouth. Okay, you can rent American Sniper for $3.99. And I haven't seen it yet. Okay, now it's on my tongue. I got it again. Okay. Um, God damn it, another fucking piece. Okay. So American Sniper, I still haven't seen it. I. It's one of those ones that it's so much kind of propaganda, I think, and... Uh, um, I found that guy to be not um, re a reliable uh, narrator or whatever uh, after some of the stuff I have read about him. Uh, and they kind of tried to prop him up as this giant hero and everything. 
again, that's one if maybe if it's streaming on something for free, I'll just check it out. I don't know. Dick Tracy. I saw that a long time ago and haven't seen it since. Dick Tracy. He got a bulldog jaw. Dick Tracy. Uh, let's see. What else? Is there anything on here that looks good? I have a big, long, um, a big, long schlong. No, I have a big, long um, play or playlist or whatever that I have saved up on my Tubi. Let's see. I'm not seeing anything else here that's like that great. Uh, alien, Alien. I got uh, all the Alien movies and, you know, for the most part, except for some of the crappy ones. Tetris. Okay, now one that I have been thinking about watching is uh, The Unbearable Weight of a mass of Massive Talent with Nicolas Cage. But I will say this. I've heard good things about this one. But the I bought two different Nicolas Cage movies on DVD uh, recently, and um, one of them, which was I bought one by mistake because I thought it was the one that I wanted, and it wasn't. Okay, hang on, let me bring it up here. I want to make sure I get the names right. Uh, but it was actually kind of entertaining in a Nicolas Cage kind of a way. Um, but the one that I really wanted, I went back and I thought, okay, I'm going to get that one because uh, uh, um, that's the one I actually wanted to see. And it was a piece of shit. And I still haven't finished it. It was so bad. That that one was uh, Willie's Wonderland. Man, that was a piece of shit. Uh, do not watch that one. It's, not any, it's no good. Uh, the other one... This is Strange New Worlds. I've been wanting to see that. Oh, I like Star Trek. All filmography. The other one was Daddy O. Uh, Prisoners of Ghostland. It's like Pig was really good. Um, a really good movie and everything. And then you have movies that are Nicolas Cage style where he, you know, really is over the top and everything. And they're outrageous and kind of crazy. Um, Prisoners of Ghostland is like that. His costume, the way he acts and everything is just pretty nuts, but it's entertaining. That Willie's Wonderland wasn't worth a fucking shit. It was like somebody got together some, uh, some money and um, offered... Like probably everybody else in the cast probably worked for scale or for nothing. <coughs> and they gave all the money to Nicolas Cage just so they could say he was in it and sell it. It was horrible. Um, like I said, I don't think, I don't see anything else that's given me a big bona. Let me go back here. There's got to be something that'll give me a bona. Uh, let's see. Every, everything, everywhere, all at once. Hmm. Don't know anything about that, but it looks like it might be all right. 20 bucks. Beer's going to be waiting for that one. Magic Mike. Uh, I don't give a fuck about Magic Mike. I like Selma Hayek, but I will not watch. I watched the first one. I think I watched the first one. Infinity Pool. Now, that's one that I I have been thinking about pulling the trigger on. It's down to $5.99 to rent. <laughs> so that one looks uh, weird, and it looks good. I thought the trailer was looked good. Alexander Skarsgård, I like him. 
Um, I have seen pictures of Mia Goth uh, on some sites where they're like, you know, hey, check this chick out. She's hot. Uh, but I don't know anything about her. Wakanda Forever, pass. I didn't think the first one was that great. Um, it was, you know, the uh, what's his name that played the Black Panther uh, passed away, and that was really sad. But uh, and it had some good stuff in it, but it wasn't that great. The menu looks pretty good. Babylon, my sister and mom went to see that. And my mom said, like the first twenty to thirty minutes was nothing but a big orgy and everybody having sex. So I thought I'm in. Now she didn't like it, and my sister didn't like it either. Uh, and she really wanted to go see it. So Tar with Kate Blanchett looks good. Uh, that's something that maybe I've, I saw the trailer for that one. I'm not, I don't think that's, again, not one that I'm going to throw out some cash for. Pray for the Devil. And it's pray like not praying, but pray like you are the prey of a predator. Who's in that? Daddy-o. Uh, Virginia Madsen. I still like her. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. So it got a 17% on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> Ooh, that don't sound too good. Um, recent discoveries. So there's some stuff. Uh, usually if you guys or uh, post something or somebody posts something on um, uh, Gentleman's Guide uh, that looks interesting, I'll take a screen cap of it or save the... Uh, cover box art and uh, try and, re you know, remind myself to check it out. Marlowe with Liam Neeson, I thought maybe, but it only got two out of five fucking stars and 22%. But I thought that one looked like it might be, I like uh, kind of like Philip Marlowe. Um, I like film noir and I like a hard-boiled detective getting into some shit. And this man... What's this about? A wildfire volunteer on an un uninhabited island on off the British coast descends into terrifying madness, challenging her grip on reality and pushing her into a living nightmare, evoking the feeling of never-before-seen celluloid unspool unspooling in a haunted movie palace. This masterful vision of horror asserts Mark Jenkin as one of the most exciting filmmakers. Now, that one got a 78% on Rotten Tomatoes, but it only got two and a half stars, and I don't see anybody in it that I know. I haven't watched the trailer. Let me watch the trailer, and maybe, maybe it'll... Um, let's see here. Let's see what it comes up. If it scares me, I will pause so you guys don't think I'm a pussy. Okay, it's shot. looks like it's shot in like kind of old... Like they said, old celluloid, uh, like kind of like a 1970s grainy movie. Oh, what's going? Oh, what's going on here? What's the scariness? Oh, uh. wait a minute! I'm gonna sneeze. I'm so scared. <laughs> Snort. That was me screaming, not not uh, screaming. I mean, um, sneezing. Oh. It kind of looks like the way it's shot and everything, almost like, uh... Oh, fuck. 
Um, let the bodies tan, or um, the one with uh, I don't know, like the equalizer guy where the bees were getting on him and shit. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of what that's sort of a little bit what it looks kind of reminded me of here. What was that one called? It, uh, Nicolas Cage made the remake. Oh, shit. Well, fuck. I'm just drawing a blank, and I don't... You guys will know what I'm talking about, so I don't want to fucking look stuff up. Uh, now, this chick... Is this that chick that was in the... Uh, yeah, Leah Sidhu? I heard she was kind of a, an asshole. Um, that she wasn't very nice, and that um, people said that uh, she got where she is. I, I think she's an okay actress and everything. Um that she got where she got because of who her dad was or something. And they said that she was kind of a dick. Uh, but I don't know. That's just, I'm just passing on a rumor that, what's this? Help me. Ron me, Lowe. Help me. High school girls are unexplainably dropping out of school. When the victims start dying, Yamisi uh, risk everything to discover the murderer before more girls die. Die. Eh, I don't know. You can always find some stuff on here that's um, interesting. That's kind of like the new John Wick movie. Um, I like that it's got Scott Adkins in it, and da, 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 but I'm I'm not in like a big hurry to go see that at the theater at all because you know big stunt fest. They're gonna fight, 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 shoot, 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 fight, 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 roll takedowns, arm bars, fight, 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 shoot, 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 you know, da da da, da. Um, It's a big stunt fest. And maybe, the, you know, I think Keanu was saying that he thinks that the Oscars should have an Oscar for stunts. I'm getting parched. I was really parched. And um, after I just did that last episode, you know, as I said, like two hours of just talking for two hours by myself, when I got off the... Um, when I got off the computer and everything, I, I, I got up and I was like, man, man, my vocal cords really feel um, spent. Because I used to hear Howard Stern talk about that, well, you know, because he would do like four, five-hour show a day, like four hours or whatever of just talking. But he has other people. It's not just, you know, like me. I'm not just me. The Pope's Exorcist I do not think looks good. Um, I said on the group the other day I would have rather seen um, – a Jekyll and Hyde movie with Russell Crowe spinning off from the mummy movie he made with um, uh, Tom Cruise, where he played Dr. Jekyll and they kind of were giving you an idea that they were going to do something there. Dungeons and Dragons. I, the only thing that I think of that I have seen Chris Pine in, I like him in star in the uh, star Trek and I liked him in um, the one with Ben Foster and Jeff Bridges. <coughs> But, you know, I don't know if he picks good movies or not. I, I never uh, played Dungeons & Dragons, so I don't know that much about it. But I didn't think that the movie looked, the trailer looked very good. Renfield, uh, that could be something. <clears throat> Pre-order, 24 bucks. No. It's got the guy that played Beast in X-Men. Not Kelsey Grammer, but the young guy in the last few, the, the newer ones. Um Nicholas Cage, eh, I don't know. 
it's like, again, that's something that uh, it might be kind of entertaining, but with Nicolas Cage, you don't know what you're going to get, so I'm not going to spend a lot of money, if any, to watch it. Okay, so anyway, those are some of the new stuff that uh, I see here. Well, let me look down here. What what they got cheap? Four ninety nine. That's that's sort of cheap. Let's see if they have anything on here that uh, would be interesting for four ninety nine. Probably it's just old stuff. I'm sure. Uh, don't see most of the stuff I have. I like Prisoners with Hugh Jackman and Jake Gyllenhaal. Uh, Night and Day with uh, Tom Cruise and uh, is that Cameron Diaz? That was pretty. That was all right. And I like the new Planet of the Apes movies. That's Planet of the Apes there. That's the old one, I think. Is that the original? With Charlton Heston. I love that. Yeah, that's a good one. That's on Paramount Channel. Uh, it says try Paramount for free. And that's fine. But, you know, you're going to end up signing up for it. And then you have Netflix Prime, Paramount. You've got, uh, what's the one that fucking has the DC shit on it? The one that has Marvel on it. You know, and then you end up having just a big bill again. Doctor Sleep was pretty good. Again, there's all the Aliens movies. Predators. I didn't see the new one, Predators. Oh, let's see here, baby. Boris Karloff, The Man Behind the Monster. That must be a documentary. I have several Boris Karloff movies on VHS. Uh, before DVD came out, I was just, you know, looking for um, stuff with Boris Karloff in it um, and, you know, old movies. And I still have my VHS. I just was listening to uh, on a podcast on the when I was walking Mary that uh, cassette tapes are supposedly coming back for collectors. Um, I still have a lot of my cassettes. I don't think I threw them away. I think they're in like Walmart bags down in the basement. <laughs> I don't know. If, I, I think some of them still play. Uh, you know, I have one in, uh, in a player down there in the basement where I work out and, uh, every once in a while I'll turn it on and it, it was playing. I, I, I would like to check out some of the ones that I had, um, made mixtapes and stuff like that. There are some of them that are pretty cool because of course, if you taped them like with a tape recorder right off of the radio, Back in, say, the, you know, I don't know, 70s and 80s and stuff, you'll catch the um, the DJs. If the, if the lyrics don't start, they will talk over the music until the lyrics start. But there's some of that, some of that, it's, uh, you listen to it now, it'd be, if you think, God, that would be so irritating. But there's some of it that is kind of like a, a time capsule, uh, which is kind of fun to listen to. Let's see what's going on on Facebook here. Anybody talking about anything good? John Hamm. Oh, um, somebody posted a uh, picture of Billy Crudup uh, beside a uh, drawing of Reed Richards from the Fantastic Four saying that they thought that would be good casting. He did play um, What's-His-Face in... Uh, God damn it. What the fuck's that goddamn fucking movie called? <laughs> Okay, now the other day when I did a podcast, I could remember everything, and now The Watchman. Um, okay, my sister's coming back from Jamaica, and she just landed in Charlotte, so that's good. Safe safe trip. Um, 
Let's see. And somebody said that they thought that John Hamm would be a uh, good um, Reed Richards. Uh, another person uh, said that maybe Adam Driver as Reed Richards. I don't know. Um, then we have what's his face, Henry Cavill. Uh, I don't. I don't want Henry Cavill. He's too big. I saw him in a movie one time that was like I think he was playing a cop. And it must have been right after he did Superman, and he looked so huge. You could see these boulder-like shoulders. I just don't see Crudup as an intellectual. Well, he was in Watchmen, and he played an intellectual. When I was a little girl, I had a rag doll. The only doll I ever owned. Dr. Manhattan. See, I couldn't remember the name. Um, yeah, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fucking respond to Paul and say, I like Billy Crudup in... Um, the movie with uh, Michael Keaton about the newspaper. <laughs> hey, you guys know what I'm talking about, about the pedophiles, the pedophile priest. Hey, you guys know what I'm talking about. Um, I liked him in that, and um, he was in a movie with Clive Owen uh, where he was a cop, and Clive Owen was his brother who was kind of a scamming, shyster, uh, kind of organized crime kind of a guy. And it was pretty good. Really crewed up. Then he was in that one movie about, uh, you know, everybody liked Almost, or everybody loved Almost Famous. But then I remind them that that movie was kind of about uh, the baby groupies who were like when Jimmy Page and these guys were screwing like these 13 and 14-year-old girls so when you keep that in mind, um, you know, that that's not that cool. Um, I think that uh, Lori Maddox said that um, she actually talked to Jimmy Page at one time once they were older, and he was, like, reminiscing and saying something about, oh, you know, uh, we were both just kids back then. And she looked at him and said, well, I know one of us was. Because I think he was, like, 30, and she was, like, 14, 13 or 14. That's bullshit. That he's a fucking chomo. Uh, I, I like Led Zeppelin, but that kind of shit. I think that, uh, that's one of those things where people give, uh, an artist a pass because they're famous and because they grew up liking their music and stuff. But like, you know, okay. I like Burt Lancaster. I like, uh, Vigo Mortensen. I like, uh, Willem Dafoe. Um, I'm trying to think who else, but if I found out that, uh, you know, Waylon Jennings or Johnny Cash was fucking uh, a 12-year-old, you know, like that's, again, you have to separate the, um, the uh, art from the artist to a certain extent. But I wouldn't, like, be thinking that those guys are anything great after that. I'd be like, you know, God, what a piece of shit. Anyway, let's see. Mutiny is brewing in Moscow as Putin... Putin's failures mount, says former KGB officer. I heard somebody say something about that um, 
the only way that, you know, it, well, I have heard that, that he possibly, or that he does have cancer. Um, but also that, um, if these oligarchs get tired of his shit, um, that they have the money and the power to, uh, fucking, you know, kill him or get him out of there. So who knows? Oh, it's not a political podcast, Johnny. So quit bringing up things that could be very sensitive. Very, very sensitive. Joe Piscopo, Danny DeVito, Harvey Keitel, Den Hedaya, and Ray Sharkey, and Captain Lou Albano in Wise Guys. That's one I heard that was not very good, so I'm going to pass. Now let's go back to Sylvan Gold and see what we got going on here, because I'm sure there's a lot of fun stuff to talk about. Let me check the timer. Yeah. Goddamn. I could fucking talk for a goddamn hour about nothing, and I'm sure you guys really appreciate that. I started watching a documentary last night about uh, Frankie Yankovic, the uh, Polka King. Uh, from way back in the day, and um, I I don't know why. It just every once in a while, it's like uh, organ music from when like the hockey arena or a baseball you know stadium. Dun 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 dun. dun, dun. Charge! You know? But um, I used to love. You know, now they mostly just play um, you know music from the speakers. Like they'll play like a. a Kickstart My Heart by Motley Crue if, you know, your team needs to, uh, and like hockey and everything um, over the speakers, which is kind of cool. You know, most of the time it's funny. They they just play um, um, like old heavy metal or old rock and roll. But, uh, you know, they used to have an organ player and they would sit up like in the crow's nest or, you know, and play like an organ. And uh, I, for some reason, it's like a nostalgia thing for me. I can sit there and just listen to, uh, the organ music and the, the at the uh, Chicago games, baseball games, hockey games, and everything. Nancy Faust, it was the um, was the organ player, and Keith Oberman uh, always plays something from her uh, on, when he does the you know uh, today's worst person in the world, and he'll, they'll have like when they're starting that they'll have organ music, and he'll be like, "Thank you, Nancy Faust." And um, he actually explained who she was on one episode and everything. But like, uh, that's like uh, accordion music, uh, beer barrel polka and stuff. My mom and dad used to do the polka. They used to practice doing the polka and do like the beer barrel polka. They practiced doing like disco in the living room. They, they, uh, we didn't have like VHS tapes or anything back then. So um, I, they may have went to like some kind of dance classes or something. Because I know that they did, um, well, I mean, it was a big thing back then. Uh, like my Uncle Bud and my Aunt Doris and my mom and dad and their friends and everything would do like square dancing. And, uh, you know, they t- taught us square dancing in school. Um, but they also, again, uh, did like the polka. Strike up the music. Da, 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 da. The Pennsylvania polka. And we used to have polka albums. And I know my grandpa and them, you know, uh, had like polka. He loved my grandpa on my dad's side, loved Dean Martin, Dino Martino. And uh, I still have some of the albums that they had. And um, my cousins, who are like my dad's first cousins, 
um, she gave me a bunch of albums, a bunch of LPs, uh, because they were like doing spring cleaning and cleaning out a bunch of stuff. And she goes, do you want these? Do you want these albums? And I was like, yeah, hell, I don't care what they are. I'll just take them. But they were like, their music was kind of like my mom and dad where, um, they were born in, my mom and dad were born in like 42. And when, um, their music was, a lot of their music was early 60s. Uh, you know, like late 50s, early 60s, mid-60s or whatever. And I'm, I'm my mom, they listen like Three Dog Night, The Beatles, Rolling Stones and everything. You know, it's the radio. But uh, back then, you didn't have as much disposable income. Most, a lot of people like my cousins and uh, my mom and dad and them, they would have 45s. Um, and just had like some albums, but not a lot. They, I remember my mom and dad had like the platters, Edison lighthouse, um, three dog night, Elvis, uh, Elvis clam bake soundtrack, which I still have. I got, I just stole it from my mom (laughs) and I'm trying to think what else, uh, but they had stuff like that. But, um, then my cousin's albums, I haven't really looked at them that much. I went through them and there wasn't anything in there that was really like very rock and roll or anything. Yeah. But they would have like Bobby Goldsboro and uh, maybe Mac Davis or, uh, you know, I, I'll have to look through them to see. But like I said, my grandpa really liked uh, Dean Martin. And, uh, you know, my cousin, they're really into um, Frank Sinatra and stuff like that. Uh, my mom's sister, who is probably, I don't know, 12 years older than my mom. She was a big Frank Sinatra person, but of course she was born, you know, like my mom was born in 42, you know, she was born a lot earlier. So before Elvis came along and with rock and roll and everything, Buddy Holly and all that stuff, Chuck Berry, Fats Domino, they were into more like uh, Dean Martin, uh, uh, Frank Sinatra, stuff like that, which is what Perry Como, my aunt was into Perry Como. Uh, I like that Perry Como Christmas song that they played in, um, let's see, what was the John Voight? Um, shit. Ding, 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 I hate John Voight now. He's such a fucking piece of shit. Stupid old bastard. He just turned into a scared, stupid old bastard. Um, you stupid bastard. What's that? See, I'm having like a... I'm even taking my ginkgo biloba every day, which is supposed to help with your, your memory. Actor. 104 acting roles. Burp. Watch me now, here I go. All I need is a little snow. Light the lights, set the theme. Help me dream my Christmas dream. Every day I dream it, hoping things will change. An end to the lying, the worry, the dying. And I hope you believe it too. It's Christmas, remember, we've got to remember. Help me to dream my Christmas dream. The Odessa file is what I was thinking of. This film is based on carefully documented research. 
there really was a secret society called Odessa, linking former members of Hitler's murderous SS, among them Roschman, the butcher of Riga. And that is, uh, turn this down a little bit. Frederick Forsyth. Oh, shit. The dreaded Odessa. A clue in an old man's diary starts a young reporter on an incredible chase across two continents on the trail of the secret organization. Hello? Siggy, listen, don't ask any questions. I want you to do something for me, something very, very important. But you mustn't tell anybody, do you understand? Peter Miller is going inside the Odessa. I love this movie. Germany believes she doesn't need us now. But one day... She knows that she does. Fucking Nazi assholes. Twenty years underground, it begins its master plan of destruction. He wouldn't have caught you if it were not of maximum importance. And when I catch up with him, kill him. What are you running for? Brian, Leave me alone. You're hurting me. Just tell me where your boyfriend is. I'm gonna have to watch this. Don't, know. don't give me that. Where is he? Where is Miller? Stay where you are. That one dude was in cross of iron. He was the, the dirty guy. The ending will startle you. The Odessa file. Starring John Boyd. Mary Tam and Maximilian Schell. I wonder whatever happened to Mary Tam. Let me see. Maria Schell, Mary Tam. I don't Maximilian Schell. And John Voigt before he became a fucking old pussy. Um, who was the guy he played the um, uh, dirty guy in um, Coburn's uh, unit in, is that him right there? Klaus Laurischt. I think that might be him. Yes, he was the one that said, uh, when you mix dirt and natural body oil and dirt, it can make you waterproof. He was also in Firefox, Cross of Iron. What else? Uh, let's see. Last thing he did was in 2002. Lots of German stuff. Watch me now, here I go. I liked Firefox with Clint. That was a little bit of a departure. Um, the Marriage of uh, Maria Braun. I have that, and I have not watched it. Let's see. Maria marries Herman Braun in the last days of World War II, only for him to go missing in the war. Alone, Maria puts to use her beauty and ambition in order to find prosperity during Germany's economic miracle in the 1950s. That's a Rainer Werner Fassbinder movie. Uh, that was at the time when I was uh, uh, buying a bunch of uh, Fassbinder uh, movies, and most of them I found on VHS. And uh, I still haven't watched all of them. And I this is like, a, I think this one was... Uh, thought of really well and of course I watched some of the ones that weren't so good but uh, I need to I need to watch this one 
uh, Dyer der Maria Braun, 1979, rated R. I see some familiar faces here from people that were in some other Euro movies. So uh, maybe I'll watch that one. Let's see what's going on here with Maria Braun. Rainer Renner Fassbinder Foundation. He was an interesting character for sure. Well, this looks good. This is good podcasting where I don't even say anything and you can't hear what I'm looking at or see what I'm looking at. Okay, that that, that one, uh, let, me, let me bookmark that. That looks pretty good. And I have it. I have it on VHS down in the basement somewhere. Daddy-o. Let's see here. Let's back out of here because I'm going to get down a rabbit hole and I wanted to talk about Sylvan Gold stuff. So the Frankie Yankovic documentary is pretty good. I know... Uh, was it Jack Black or who was it that they did a, um, a movie about, or no, it was a documentary. There was a really good documentary about a guy that they considered, um, the Polka King or something. And he ended up, I think being a scammer. I saw it a lot, not that long ago, but it was really good. Docu... Let's see. Yeah, The Man Who uh, who Would Be Polka King, 2009. That was really good if you get a chance to watch it. And then, yeah, Jack Black, they, they, the uh, documentary was really good, and then they made a movie about the same character, and Jack Black played him. It was called The Polka King. That was a Netflix um, um, movie. Let's see. Let's check it out. Check it out, baby. Check it out. Of so much going. You're constantly in the middle of the band. We've got the store, the record label, the radio program, Jan Levan flavored vodka, and now Jan Levan European tours. Jan Levan. Jan Levan always expanding. Jan Levan was a big scammer. But a nice guy, I think. Your invest have built all my business. You cannot go wrong with this band. Oh, Jan Levan. I think he. I think he kind of had like a. Um, a Ponzi scheme. Great job out there, Lani, with this real good manners today. Oh, nice and thick. Nice and thick. My favorite size. See you on the bus, Ronnie. Oh. Mr. Luan, do you know why I'm here? Yes. It's very good investment to help build empire. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm not here to invest. What you're doing is illegal. As of today, you have to give all that money back to your investors. Today, today, or some other today? <laughs> Jan Levan. How I make all this money. We'd like to invest more in Jan Lewin gifts. Something's going on. No, nothing on. Everything good. If you do anything to hurt this family, Maybe I'll I need to watch this one again. Okay. Hey, Jason Schwartzman.
Wasn't, um, didn't Jack Black play a, a, it was another true story where he played a um, funeral home owner. And I think Matthew McConaughey was in that. That was pretty good too. Jack Black can, yeah, he can make some decent stuff. Um, one thing I was thinking about, uh, maybe either reading or listening to the book on tape, was uh, Cormac, Cormac McCarthy's Blood Meridian. I found a video, it's like a five-hour, almost a six-hour review of that book. The greatest terrible book ever made, Blood Meridian. The story, too disturbing to be a movie. Burp. So I was thinking, I, I was talking to some people on our group about that, and uh, Keith's, uh, well, I'm not mentioning any last names, but uh, Keith from the group uh, said that he read it, and um, he really liked it and thought it was, you know, like the best, um, uh, maybe the best Cormac McCarthy, I think is what he said, but anyway, he recommended it, um, but he said that he didn't think that they should make it into a movie. Uh, last I heard, James Franco um, maybe had the right. I don't know if he has the rights. He has the rights to make it into a movie, or at one time he did. Let's see. Blood Meridian, Daddy. Let's see if it's in production or anything. Maybe it is. Uh, Western Blood Mar- uh, in development. Because this project is categorized as in development, the data is only available on IMDb Pro. See, of course, now that's another thing. They want you to pay uh, for that, and I am not paying for anything anymore. Ever! Ever! Nothing! So, fuck you! Oh, I was asking who uh, should play um, Grant McDonald if they made a movie about um, Grant McDonald and his magnum opus, the Ram Ranch... Um, just the the different songs that he's made. Some of them aren't Ram Ranch, but they're kind. Of, they're all uh, uh, hardcore gay um, songs about um, hardcore gay sex. Um, let's see. But um, Ram Ranch is uh, if you if you know Ram Ranch, you love Ram Ranch. Let's see what else do we have here. Uh, Uncle Terry from uh, Down Under has a new video, uh, Three Alien Invasion Flicks Where the English Got Colonized. Okay, I haven't watched that one yet. He has His videos are really good, so if you get a chance, hop over to YouTube and check out Terry Talks Movies. And, um, you know, they're, they're definitely well worth watching. Uh, let's see. I was watching some videos about um, Ezra Miller being a fucking groomer child molester, groomer, or whatever, and a possible, almost kind of like a, a crazy person. And then, uh, who was, was it him? That, no, 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 it was Jared Leto. They were saying might possibly be a leader of a cult. Like the fans follow him like he is a cult leader. Okay, let's see. The last thing I talked about, uh, I remember talking about Willem Dafoe in the movie uh, Inside, where he is a thief that is going to rob a really plush, uh, like a millionaire, billionaire's apartment. And then as soon as he gets in there, the place, the security shuts it all down and he can't get out. And then um, um, 
the temperature just starts rising little by little. And um, let's see here. What else do we have? What's this? Oh, okay. Nothing. And Kevin Spacey, Brian Singer. I was watching a lot about these uh, these child molester groomers in Hollywood. And I was watching uh, TCAP, To Catch a Predator, videos today uh, with Chris Hansen. I remember talking about the Continental... Fugitive, I talked about that. Rambo, I talked about that, which sucked. <laughs> Another Terry movie, Space Truckers, that has Dennis Hopper in it. Deep Rising. Uh, let's see, Science Fiction Friday, Saturday. Deep Rising and Space Truckers, 1990s adventure uh, sci-fi from the VHS era. Well, that's another one I need to check out. I'm going to click like on that, and I'm going to remember to look at it. Ole, 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 ole. Maybe I did talk about some of this shit. I'm looking at it now. Maybe I shouldn't even be podcasting right now. Oh, God, we go back a mile because, um, what's that? Oh, Master Gardener. Hmm. That's, uh, what's his face? Nandina is a species of flowering plant native to Eastern Asia. The smell at certain times of the year gives you a real buzz. Huh. But the buzz you get just before pulling the trigger. Oh, Paul Schrader. I have a favor to ask. What is it? My grandniece. Sigourney Weaver? I would like you to take her home as an apprentice. She dropped out of school and then she ended up in a bad crowd. You'll learn how to garden. Are you satisfied with the life that you have? How would you ask that? I know you talk a lot of shit, but there's one thing you don't talk about. Who's that? Yourself. There's not much to know. Joel Edgerton. You put the deep six on nine bad guys. Well, that was a long time ago. Even if they're dead, you're not forgotten. Uh oh. Have you ever killed anyone? Why would you say that? Take off your shirt. This looks pretty good. And uh, since it's Paul Schrader, I will check this one out. Gardening is a belief in the future. A belief that things will happen according to plan. Who did this to you? What are you going to do? How to start a new life. I have created this life. Probably won't be worth a shit. <laughs> now seems the time to break one. Master Gardener. 2023. Oh, May 19th. Okay. That looks like something I might want to watch. Dumb hillbilly. Can't pick a good movie. That's me, not uh, Joel Edgerton. They say that Pat Garrett has got your number. 
So sleep with one eye open when you slumber. Every little sound just might be thunder. Thunder from the barrel of his gun. Uh, Bob Dylan. Um, I haven't watched this yet, but it's a movie called Riders of the Storm with Dennis Hopper and Michael J. Pollard. I posted a link to it from YouTube. They have the full movie on there. A laser disc rip. I never bought any laser disc. My friend Charlie did, but things were uh, moving pretty fast there as far as technology goes. I remember watching. He had a laser disc of uh, the Good, the Bad, and the Ugly that we watched, and some other stuff. Uh, let's see here. My beautiful laundrette. I watched that with my friend Diane. Oh my God, let's see. I think we were in college, and she said, "Hey, this movie is really good." Da da da. Um, I'm. It was a really good movie, Daniel Day Lewis. Um, and, but um, I think one of the things that one of the reasons she wanted me to watch it was she wanted to see my reaction when a a certain reveal in uh, during the movie uh, happened, and uh, I thought it was a pretty good movie. Um, that was one. Well, I'm not going to say because that'll spoil it. I was going to say it was a, a, a one movie about a certain thing that I, at that time I had only seen like you know maybe one or two movies about. Uh, Gross Misconduct, a film by Adam Igoyan, and this is a movie about a, a hockey player named the uh, Spinner Spencer. And he played for the Maple Leafs. He came up, you know, living in Canada and everything, and uh, uh, went to play for the Maple Leafs. And um, he was just kind of a really wild dude away from the rink um, and was always that way. Uh, He loved playing for the Maple Leafs because he was Canadian. He always dreamed of that and everything. Uh, Then he started getting traded around. I know that he did get traded to Pittsburgh, the Penguins, uh, back when I was a kid. Um, and, um, but the whole point of the movie and everything in his story, they wrote a book about him too, uh, was that, uh, he got into some major league trouble, um, after he retired and also, um, something, uh, that had to do with his father, um, some parallels and stuff like that, uh, it, it was a. It was kind of a. I think it was a. Um, uh, you know, a low budget, um, uh, independent movie, but um, they had it in like five or six parts on YouTube, and uh, I was just had just been watching some old Penguins uh, games on uh, YouTube, where Bob Prince, wa- who was the uh, voice of the Pirates back then, was also. Uh, calling the Penguins games. And, um, um, you know, he would always say, oh, Spinner Spencer, you know. And um, so I looked him up and then saw some of the stuff that had happened. And I wanted to watch that movie. And, of course, it's not in print, I don't think. So watching it in five parts didn't bother me. Um, Let's see here. Asteroid City. This is What's-His-Face. (laughs) You're not here. We're not there. The car exploded. Come get the girl. 
Charles, I have to stay here with Woodrow. I'm not the chauffeur. I'm the grandfather. Where are you? Asteroid City, Farm Route 6, Mile 75. Junior stargazers and space cadets. Each year we celebrate Asteroid Day. Commemorating September 23rd, Matt Dillon, Steve Carell, big, big cast here. Beep, beep. Scarlet's delicious lips. Wes Anderson. Um... I would probably watch this because I've watched just about everything Wes Anderson does. Um, he usually hits, uh, for me, he usually hits. Um, it's like Joel and Ethan Cohen. They usually hit with me. The only time I see Tom Hanks is in this Asteroid City, and the only movie that the Cohen brothers did that I didn't like was starring um, fucking Tom Hanks. Because, and that's like this one here. Uh, when they start, and I was watching some um, Curb Your Enthusiasm, I didn't see the last season, but it looked like the same thing. What I was just going to say was when they start becoming more and more famous, they start having like really big name stars in their movies. And it's sometimes that doesn't work as well, especially with the Coen brothers. Um, Oh, did you have a puppy that always followed you all around? What's this? The Coen Brothers from 2000 TV movie. Is this about their life? A docu- Oh, it's a documentary. Okay. Okay, I can see that happen. I liked Lewin Davis, Buster Scruggs. Uh, that was pretty good. But the first... Uh, vignette or whatever you want to call it segment was really good um with buster scruggs but then i thought all the rest of it was good too um just they all had different a different feeling um let's see fargo i I can't wait to see the new uh, season of that i'm very curious to see what they're going to do i've liked all of those so far last one wasn't as good but it was still good uh, I thought Hail Caesar was pretty good, especially now that I know that they based um, the George Clooney character on Victor Mature. Uh, let's see, what else do we have here? Inside Lewin Davis, I love that. I've seen it, I don't know how many times. Uh, Serious Man is one that hit, missed for me a little bit with the Coen brothers. I didn't like that one that much. True Grit was okay, but it's not something. Now that, what's her name? Um, uh, um, Haley Steinfeld. Holy shit, did she fucking uh, turn into a looker. I guess she's a singer now. I don't know if she's making any movies or not, but she's kind of like a pop singer, and she is very good-looking. Burn After Reading, mm, that was okay. I mean, it wasn't bad. Of course, No Country for Old Men was great. Uh, Lady Killers was the one with Tom Hanks that I did not like at all. Man, I didn't like it. Uh, the Man Who Wasn't There was okay. Um, I've watched it, I think, once. And I maybe I should go back and watch that one again. I liked Intolerable Cruelty, and so a lot of people didn't like it. Um, what was it, the Massey uh, prenub? I'll uh, see. Suicide Squad, Hell to Pay. I thought that was a really good uh, animated movie. 
very had a lot of uh, really good um, action and adult themes, language, and violence. So if you want to check that one out, uh, yeah, dig it. Let's see, what else do we have here? Bad as I Want to Be. Now, this was a uh, cinemasochist, Monday masochist uh, movie um, uh, watch. Uh, the cinemasochist has been having a um, Monday masochist um, watch party on Cosme. And uh, this was one that we watched. It was the Dennis Rodman story. And uh, it was, I think it was a, it, I, th- I think it was a made-for-TV movie. I'm not sure. Um, they had a, the guy that played Dennis Rodman was pretty good. And then they would have like the real Dennis Rodman in between uh, certain scenes where he would talk about what was going on or whatever. Uh, it didn't get too much into the real uh, uh, nitty-gritty bad stuff. Um when he did start taking on the persona, his, you know, the persona where he was, you know, dyeing his hair, getting all the tattoos and playing for like the bulls and everything he, and uh, he was seeing and date or dating Madonna. Uh, They covered that, but most of it was fairly, (coughs) fairly handled in a, um, a way. I think that like, uh, like almost like (laughs) a family could watch it. One second. Um, it wasn't horrible. Uh, let's see what else. And then uh, we watched uh, on a Monday masochist uh, watch party was the Jesse Ventura story, which I had seen before. It was a made-for-TV movie. And they re- they did it with, um, I-, I don't think WWE wanted anything to do with it. So they got uh, a lot of WCW people and wrestlers and everything and the timelines didn't match. It was, it was not all, uh, I don't know if you know the real story and the real story of Jesse Ventura and everything, it was handled. Um, it's kind of like based on a true story. They used his life and everything as an outline, but there was a lot of stuff in there that was, you know, kind of, I don't know, not that great how they, how they did it. And, uh, Wormwood Apocalypse. I started to watch that. I need to get back to it and finish it uh, because I only watched like the first couple of minutes and then I f- went to sleep. Uh, Super um, with, um, oh, what's his face? Dwight Schrute. <laughs> Let's see here. Oh my God. This was, this was a pretty good movie. I like this one and I like Defendor with Woody Harrelson. Let me see. Let me tell you about the birds and the bees and the flowers. Uh, Super from 2010. Rain Wilson and Elliot Page, Liv Tyler. It's a James Gunn written and directed movie. And uh, this was pretty pretty hardcore, like a nasty, violent movie. It's funny. Uh, Kevin Bacon is in it. He plays like kind of like the main villain. Uh, Elliot Page was really good in this. Greg Henry, I like him. Michael Rooker. Sean Gunn, of course, is in this. Nathan Fillion, I like him a lot. Uh, I had a pretty good cast. Um, I just wanted to revisit this one, and I was glad that I did. I still like it. It has a good story, too. It's uh, it's not all just stupid. It has a good message. I like how, I like how it ended. Um, let's see here. I watched Fair Game. 
with uh, William Baldwin and Cindy Crawford. This is one that I had never seen before. Um, it was Cindy Crawford's first um, uh, time on the big screen, first movie she was ever in. I thought she did pretty good for not being an actress, and she was at the top of her game as far as like being a model. Uh, and I thought she did pretty good. Uh, it would have been better if they would have had a better leading man because William Baldwin um, is an actor, and he was about as good of an actor as Cindy Crawford was, and she's not an actress. Um, and he's just kind of a pretty boy, blah, 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 blah. Uh, this was also, I think they took basically the one stole off of the other, or they used the same storyline almost for uh, Cobra as they did with Sylvester Stallone as they did for Fair Game. Um, I'll be honest with you. I think I would rather watch Fair Game than watch Cobra. I did not. I saw Cobra in the theater, and I remember us walking out of there and just being like, "Jesus Christ!" I watched Body of Evidence with Madonna and Willem Dafoe, Joe Mantegna, and Ann Archer. Um, this kind of like White Sands was when Dafoe was coming off of his um, Oscar nomination for Platoon. And I think they were trying to cram him into like a square peg into a round hole. He was getting some leading man, like a love story or erotic uh, kind of stuff, leading man. But, you know, uh, they did the same thing with Tom Berenger uh, at the time. But I think, you know, of course, Tom Berenger, for me, you know, he has that classic uh, good looks, uh, classic leading man, classic good looks uh, and body and all that. Uh, Willem Dafoe, I mean, he did a, not a bad job, but I just think that this is a, those kind of movies were movies that um, somebody else could have would have been better cast. Uh, Madonna, uh, you know, I think one of the main reasons we went to see this was, uh, when we were young and horny was to see Madonna. Um, and this was like a very, um, sexy movie and you get to see her, uh, completely naked and fucking a lot. So, um, you know, um, it was all right. I didn't, uh, I hadn't seen it in a long, long time. And, um, I did not see the one with her and Sean Penn, High Road to China, which I think uh, got like a Razzie and was like rated one of the worst movies of all time. Um, this one, I wouldn't say it was the worst movie of all time, and I didn't think she was that bad or anything. And I liked her naked. It was really nice. Um, I was making fun of uh, Willem Dafoe in this movie, um, because he kind of looked like uh, Jared Leto when he was playing Paul Allen in American Psycho. You know, that was back in the time. I even had the kind of round glasses back then. I used to wear those all the time. Oh, let's see what else do we have here. Okay, Lovecraft, Lovecraft Country. I did watch the first season of that. Uh, apparently there's not going to be a second season or a third season or anything. Uh, because I think they, it was one of those ones that they said just, it cost too much, but it was done. I liked it. It was, uh, I like, I thought it was really well done. And I like kind of going down that Lovecraft, uh, getting in that universe. 
Uh, let's see what else. Bronco Apache with Burt Lancaster and Charles Buczynski, who was later known as Charles Bronson. Um, this was a movie about that uh, Burt Lancaster wanted to make. Uh, of course, again, I'm reading his biography. Um, he It's also known as just Apache, but the book was called Bronco Apache, and it was released as, I think, both. Uh, directed by Robert Aldrich. Um, it's a true story. Um, this guy was like one of uh, Geronimo's like right-hand men. And when Geronimo surrendered and they were taking them to um, the reservation, I think they were giving them that land, like land in Florida or something, um, Bronco Apache said, fuck this shit, and he took off. And he, there was, it was a famous trek uh, from, I don't know if it was Florida or Louisiana or where it was, uh, all the way back to, was it Mexico, New Mexico or wherever the hell fucking Bronco Apache was from. So anyway, uh, but it's, it's fairly entertaining. Uh, you know, what the fuck was that? Sound like a goddamn cannon going off or something. Hang on a second. I'm going to fucking go see what the fuck that was. I don't know what the fuck. I saw two fucking kids coming out of the fucking climbing over my fence and uh, over by the holler. <laughs> I was like, what are you doing? They were like, no, dude. I'm like, well, you're doing something. I heard some fucking big loud bang. I don't know. Maybe they're shooting off or lighting a firecracker or something. I don't know. Should have beat their ass. Should have went over there and just fucking kicked the fucking shit out of them. Anyway, anyway, I watched uh, The Girl Next Door uh, with Henry Zerny, Gary Busey, and Polly Shannon. And uh, this was like one of those Lifetime movies where um, I'll find out tomorrow. I'll probably go over there and there'll be a fucking dead body or something over there. <laughs> Um, lifetime movie and um, this guy was a is a doctor and him and his pregnant wife um, uh, live in a little neighborhood and they're best friends with uh, their next door neighbor and um, the daughter has a boyfriend she broke up with him and he's kind of like uh, sort of I don't know if I'd say he's stalking her but he's keeps coming around he wants to get back together well, then um, the neighbor and his wife are going out of town and they ask the doctor to uh, look after the daughter, make sure she's home at a certain time every night and uh, make sure she doesn't throw any wild parties and all this stuff. Well, then the doctor starts fucking her and <laughs> fucking her. And uh, Gary Busey plays a cop in this, so he is investigating some stuff. Um, this one, like I said, I think if it's Lifetime, it must be a... Um, it had a little bit of nudity in it. Not a lot, but when the doctor is banging the young girl on the couch, um, you can see his butt, and you can see her. She was... I mean, it might as well have been a boy because... She is very flat-chested, but um, uh, you can still you can see her tits, her boobies. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so that was pretty good. It was pretty entertaining. It was uh, had some um, 
It was a little, it was had some hot action in it. Um, it's always funny watching the Lifetime movies and the the older guy, you know, gets in trouble because he starts doing some shit. Um, let's see. Oh, here's a Sylvan Gold podcast. That's number 201. Loaf, uh, Zom and Loaf discuss Joy House and Near Dark. And I think the one that I did the other day was 268. So we've done some shows. Uh, let's see. What's this here? Thomas Jane and John Malkovich. One Ranger. What's One Ranger? Why did I post that? Maybe it was something that I thought might be good. Or, you know, just like action-filled One Ranger. One riot, one ranger. It's all it takes is one Texas ranger to take on a whole riot. That's what they used to say. I don't know if that's true or not. Ranger Alex Tyree. British intelligence. We're here with the approval of your State Department. He sort of looks like Jeff Bridges in this. We believe he's planning a terrorist event in London. Shame if it is, Ranger. I think I'd like going up against you. Ooh. You knew they were going to try to spring him. He's going to launch a dirty bomb. Help me track him now. You've already talked to the major, haven't you? Right. Thomas Jane's cowboy hat looks too big. Protocol is everything. British intelligence and Texas justice. Dominique Piper. You know, that looks like it would be, um, as far as just being like a good action movie, might be pretty good. Uh, let's see here. Chicas. Jorge Rivero. I was uh, watching some... Oh, I know. Um, Mike uh, Mallory um, uh, put up some stuff about... I think he... Interviewed, maybe, Jorge Rivero, I can't remember, uh, who was in, like, a John Wayne movie and uh, some other stuff. Um, oh, let's see. Let me think. Oh, uh, Last Hard Men with uh, Charlton Heston and James Coburn. He was in that. Guy looked like a bodybuilder. I mean, he was very, very well-built dude. Uh, uh, Sartana. Um, apparently, Jorge Rivero... Rivero made a Sartana movie. That was like a series of movies where kind of like uh, Django where they, you know, had Django with Terrence Hill, but then they started, they made a bunch of other Django movies and it went along. They used that name Django. Django! Well, there was Sartana too. And uh, Jorge Rivero uh, said that he had made a Sartana movie. And I think what happened was, I keep looking and as my hand is moving on the mouse, it looks like the um, 
the uh, little boom mic thing here is moving too, so I hope you're not getting a bunch of boom, 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 boom. Um, but he said that he actually made a uh, Sartana movie, and uh, then he wondered whatever happened to it because he just, I guess, didn't know, and uh, I don't think it ever got put out. Uh, they shot, I think, some of it in Mexico and maybe some in Spain or something, and uh, so then he was trying to follow up and find out what happened to that movie, and um, I think it just got shelved for some reason, and it never was released. And I don't know whatever happened to it or who has it. They're trying to find out. Hang on one second. What's these? <coughs> I don't know what those two douchebags were doing down there. We're doing out there. I noticed that there was a. It looked like there was a, like a little bit of a path that somebody had been walking through there. <coughs> But I thought maybe it was deer, but um, it might just be that um, somebody just cutting through. Um, it's on the other side of my fence, but on the front yard, the little fence goes all the way across there. And uh, they might have just been cutting through. But like I said, I heard like a kind of like a, uh, a loud bang kind of a sound. So I don't know what it was or what they were doing. Maybe they had a uh, some of those like, uh, I don't know. I don't know what, you know, who knows. Maybe they were throwing some shit down there. I don't know. Some people just throw shit down in there in the holler. Like if they have some old wood and stuff. Who knows? When I Jax with uh, Marlon Brando and Carl Malden, I really like that movie. Good movie. Um, let's see. I was talking about Uwe, Uwe Boll. Uh, I don't want to talk about him. Just uh, about I watched the uh, video where he was boxing his critics, which is just kind of funny to watch. Come back, Little Sheba with uh, Burt Lancaster and Shirley Booth, who played Hazel on TV. Um, she played the same role in Come Back, Little Sheba on Broadway and, you know, in the theater. And uh, it got all these rave reviews and everything. And then so um, they wanted to make it into a movie and they chose Burt Lancaster, even though he was a little too young. Uh, to play, he was supposed to play like an older old guy, and so anyway. But he did a good job; it's a good movie, and uh, they made him look, you know, older. And and um, he said in his book that Shirley Booth was the best actress that he ever uh, had the pleasure of being in a movie with, which says a lot. And like I said, we used to watch her in the TV show Hazel. Um, after school, um, you know, an old black and white show from, I think, like the early, mid-60s, uh, where she played a maid for the family. Um, let's see here. Okay, Terry has another uh, Terry Talks movies. Uh, the one James Bond movie that was a remake, Never Say Never Again, that he talks about that movie. That was an okay movie. I mean, I wish... I one thing I wish about that movie is I kind of wish that uh, Sean Connery would have done that without the hairpiece, but um, I do like the idea, and I thought of this myself, and I don't know if other people thought about it, but I just remember thinking this uh, that the movie The Rock with uh, Nicolas Cage and Sean Connery that um, uh, John Mason, the Sean Connery character, was actually James Bond. And that the John Mason uh, name was just a name that he used or when he got captured, 
by the CIA and put in prison and all that shit. And I, I liked, I still like to think that. And I still wish that he would have worn or that he would have uh, went without a hairpiece in that one too. And uh, Hunt for Red October. I didn't see any reason for him to wear one in that one either. But at least uh, when he got to the Untouchables, he was like, fuck it. I don't give a shit. I'm going to go without. Governor Gabby, that was another um, Monday masochist uh, watch party. Um, and it was definitely, you, uh, it was, uh, definitely, you had to be a masochist to sit through that, or you were the victim. <laughs> Gabrielle, uh, Nybauer, Mark Hoffman, Tina Bora, and William Barber, uh, starred in that. And it was kind of like, um, like one of those Reese Witherspoon movies where she kind of is like a dummy but somehow she ends up becoming like the president of the United States or something. Um, so anyway, but this one, uh, we, we kept saying throughout the entire movie that uh, you could see this. Uh, it was almost like a porn movie where they cut out all the porn um, and the, the, just how bad it was as far as the quality of the production. Um, so that one was pretty brutal. Uh, let's see. It's kind of cool going back here through here, uh, the um, Sylvan Gold and seeing all this shit. You know, you post all this stuff and then you forget about it. Um, Horror Hound Weekend was, let's see, when, yeah, when was that? March 20th? Nobody went. Well, I mean, I'm sure some of the people went, but uh, there for just a short period of time, it was a big thing for at least once or twice a year to uh, go to Cincinnati or Indianapolis or Columbus. You go to Whorehound Weekend, and you'd see some of your friends there. One time we see a lot of our friends there and have big parties and everything. See some uh, gay porn stars from Muscle Wolf and uh, hang out with a bunch of uh, people. (laughs) There's a lot of memories from back then, a lot of wild stuff going on. Uh, Let's see. The Frozen Ground. Um, this stars Nicolas Cage, John Cusack, and Vanessa Hudgens. And, um, this was okay. It was a movie about a serial killer. Uh, what the heck was that fucker's name? It's going to bother me, those two fucking kids. I think it was my neighbor's grandson and one of his friends probably, I bet. They were probably just they're probably just out there fucking around, you know. There's nothing to do in this town, and they're only like 15 years old, so that's one thing. You have like the young kids here when they're wee little, you know. There's no problem, but then they get to that age where they can't drive, and there's nothing to do here, so they're stuck in town. And then sometimes they either just get in trouble or or just do stupid shit. But then once soon as they get where they can drive, they get the fuck out of here because nobody wants to live here. Um, oh, Robert Hansen. I was just wanting to look up to see who, the, what the name of the guy that John Cusack played, and I remember the serial killer. Fucking piece of shit. He'd take these girls out in the, uh, in the uh, middle of nowhere, out in, the, out in the, uh, Alaska in the wild, and you know, then stalk them and uh, hunt them like game, kill them. 
Uh, let's see. I started watching uh, the Renee Zellweger movie, uh, Judy, about Judy Garland. And it looked like it was pretty good. And again, that was one of those ones. I didn't start it until almost like 11 o'clock at night. And then I was like, fuck, man, I'm going to sleep. And then I forgot about it. Oh, I watched a bit of Terrifier. And I did not like it. Um, It's just too much for me. Too much, uh, too gross of horror. uh, Too much um, gore. I don't know. I just wasn't thrilled by that at all. Against Type by Gary uh, Fishgal is the um, biography of Burt Lancaster that I'm reading. I start stuff and then I just and I don't finish it. Uh, this is another um, another uh, Lifetime original, I believe, late night Lifetime original for my daughter's honor, based on a true story. And this is about a girl um, who gets involved with her with uh, the head football coach at her high school and starts fucking him. Um, let's go for my daughter's honor. Again, I haven't watched this in so long, you know. Kind of hard. Gary Cole, he was um, the guy that was, uh, oh, yeah, I'm going to need you to uh, come in on, uh, yeah, Saturday. Uh, Gary Cole, and he was also played, um, that guy, um, McDonald, who was the killer, uh, killed his wife. He was a Green Beret, real life, true story, dude. Um, wait a minute, Gary Cole's in a lot of stuff, Christ's sakes. Christ's sakes. What are you doing? Nothing. Well, then get the fuck out of my yard, you fucking cocksuckers, before I beat your brains out. <sighs> Let's see, Mac Davis? What's this movie? Oh, For My Daughter's Honor. Yeah, Mac Davis played the, the, the daughter's dad. Baby, baby, don't get hooked on me. Baby, baby, don't get hooked on me. Cause I'll just use you, then I'll set you free. Baby, baby, don't get hooked on me. Girl, you're looking like you got some big tits. <laughs> and it's starting to worry me. Um, anyway, he played also played um, in North Dallas 40. Basically played the uh, Don Meredith character. Nicole Tom was the one that played the daughter in this, uh, that the coach was banging. It's funny because the coach was married and even had a little kid, but he was screwing this student in the high school. But then he would get jealous if he saw her at like the fair talking to a boy in her class that was her own age. He would get like all jealous and shit. And then like, go off in, in public, and, and then people were like, okay, what the fuck's going on here? Mary Kay Place was also in this, and she was in The Big Chill. Uh, Allison Hannigan is in this, but she didn't stick a flute up her vagina. Uh, let's see, anybody else? 
wonder if that uh, Nicole Tom did anything other than that movie, which was uh, kind of, you know, okay, Beethoven, Beethoven's second, The Princess Diary. She made 67, she was, she acted in 67 films. Oh, was she in the uh, uh, Doctor, My Doctor, Stalked by My Doctor, maybe? Well, she probably got into that whole scene. Let's see. What the fuck? Okay, actress. I click on that. Why doesn't it bring out? Okay, there's filmography. Uh, Prisoner of Love. Okay, the Scrap County Murders. I'm just trying to see if there's anything that was like a big name, anything. Stalker. That was a TV show. I don't think so. Uh, Master of Sex. Masters of Sex. That was a TV show. Uh, it looks like, you know, um, don't screw your teacher. <laughs> yeah, I said it. I'm going to go out on a limb. I'm going to take a stand. I tried to get Mary to come in, and, of course, she's farting around out there. Last night, she slept outside. I call that camping out when she doesn't want to come in. She acts like she does, but then she, if she can... If she wants to come in, like if there's something to eat or something, she'll get her ass in here. But when she wants to stay outside, like it's nice and cool out right now, she wants to stay inside. Anamorph, I didn't think this was very good, and I was disappointed. It's a uh, Willem Dafoe and Scott Speedman, but it kind of seemed like a, um, almost like a, uh, a ripoff of the movie Seven with Brad Pitt and Morgan Freeman. So I didn't think it was that good, and I was kind of disappointed because usually Willem Dafoe picks really good movies. Uh, but he must have been cashing a check or something there. Uh, Prayer for the Dying with Mickey Rourke, Bob Hoskins, and Alan Bates. This is an old favorite that goes back to when Mickey was really young and I was seeking out all things Mickey. Um, there, This was also a time where he was offering financial support to the to Sinn Féin and uh, the Irish Republican Army. And there was a lot of people that were not happy about that. He made this one, and then he made, um, oh, what was the movie that he gave, like, all his er all his earnings to? Uh, I don't know if he gave it specifically straight to the IRA or if he donated it to Sinn Féin. Um, the other one was he played, like, a, priest or something. I can't remember what, or Saint. It wasn't like Saint, was it Saint Francis of Assisi or something? I can't remember. Oh my goodness. My goodness. Yakety yak. Don't talk back. Don't you give me no dirty looks. Wild Orchid. I remember that not being very good. Um, it was an, It was coming off of like nine and a half weeks, so they wanted to make like another sexy movie. And he made it with his then, I don't know if it was his girlfriend at the time, but they ended up getting married, Kara uh, Otis, Carrie Otis. And uh, they ended up splitting up, and he accidentally shot her with like a three fifty seven Magnum. Uh, I think they said it was in her purse, and it accidentally went off and shot her in the hip. Let's see, he was in uh, 1941 with John Belushi. He must have had just like a bit part. Let's see what else here. Mickey. Rape and Marriage, 
the rideout case. See, there's some Mickey stuff here. Now, I know these are probably maybe he didn't have like a big part or whatever, but what's this? Rape and marriage, the rideout case. Based on a real-life Oregon criminal case which dramatizes the unique dispute in which Greta Rideout instigated the prosecution of her husband, John, charging him with raping her. And that's uh, Linda Hamilton and Rip Torn. It's a TV movie, but still, I've never even heard of that. I'm going to bookmark that. I bet you it'll be on something like that, like these old uh, TV movies and stuff that will be on YouTube. Linda Hamilton is really young in this. Who else is in it? When now, what? Paul Coslow, I like him. He's Gerald McCraney. He's like a big right-wing douche. Paul Coslow was a pretty good actor. I liked him in a lot of stuff. Fade to Black. He plays Richie in Fade to Black. Now, I have seen the box art for this. A shy, lonely film buff embarks on killing, a killing spree against those who browbeat and betrayed him, all the while stalking his idol, a Marilyn Monroe lookalike. Okay, I'm going to bookmark that. I don't think I've seen that one. Um, this is written and directed by Ver, uh, Vernon Zimmerman, and it stars Dennis Christopher... Tim Thomerson and Gwen Guilford. But uh, apparently Mickey Rourke is in this. Oh, Morgan Paul is in this. I like him too. He's a big uh, old favorite. Uh, he gave me the Void uh, Kampf test to see if I was a replicant one time. Got stuck on the thing about the turtle, uh, stuck on its back, and I wouldn't help it. Okay, so that one is one that I might need to look at. Uh, let's see. Heaven's Gate, of course. I've seen that one. I like that movie. Uh, Body Heat uh, is a really good movie, and Mickey Rourke is in that, and he sings along to a Bob Seger song. Uh, feel like a number. Diner. Uh, Mickey Rourke plays Boogie. That was a pretty good movie. My friends and I all liked that one um, when we were in high school. Did not see Eureka. I think, um, is that Gene Hackman? That's, yeah, Gene Hackman. I haven't seen that one yet. Uh, it might be out of print. I'm not sure. Um, 1925 Arctic uh, prospector Jack McCann, Gene Hackman, becomes a rich man when he strikes gold, but 20 years later he faces major personal and family problems. And it has Teresa Russell in it and Rutger Hauer. Uh, let's see. Ed Lauder, Joe Pesci. Who else? Uh, Joe Spinell. Okay, bookmark this one too. I'll look for it. Teresa Russell was pretty big there at one time. Uh, she was in a lot of stuff. Uh, I remember Black Widow with her and Dennis Hopper. And let's see, Hard Case. That's a TV movie with Mickey Rourke. <coughs> <coughs> Who's he playing? <coughs> Excuse me. Deborah uh, Fuhrer. That was Mickey Rourke's first wife. She is in this. She plays Jane Stretch Ryan, and he plays Perk Dawson. Lieutenant Governor Harding, Harding Case, will do anything necessary to bring the criminal who killed his partner to justice. Whatever. I probably can miss that one, but you never know. I might seek it out. Uh, of course, Rumblefish loved that one. Pope of Greenwich Village loved that one. You're the Living Day or uh, You're the Dragon loved that one. Nine and a half weeks. Uh, yeah, it was all right. Uh, it was, I don't know. Uh, Angel Heart, loved that one. Prayer for the Dying, I thought was really good. 
Uh, Barfly, I love that one. Homeboy, I love that one. Uh, Francesco was the one that he gave all the money to um, the IRA, I think. Docudrama about the life of St. Francis of Assisi. Okay, so I was correct. And then also has Helen and Bonham Carter. I haven't seen this. Uh, I think maybe Mario, Mario Adorf is in this. I may have started watching it, and I just didn't wasn't interested. Mickey. Mickey Rourke reputedly donated his entire salary, $1.5 million, to the provisional IRA. There were a lot of people that uh, uh, did not like him after this IRA stuff came out. I guess it depended on what side of the fence you sat on, but... Uh, Johnny Handsome, love that movie. Wild Orchid, again, that one wasn't very good. I haven't seen it in a long time. Uh, Desperate Hours, not very good. Um, the original, I think, was much better. Which, was that Frederick March and uh, uh, Humphrey Bogart? I remember seeing that one. This one has um, Anthony Hopkins, Mimi Rogers, and her big uh, boobies. Um, and um, Elias Coteus, I like him. Kelly Lynch plays Mickey Rourke's lawyer and girlfriend, sort of. I guess, it's, I don't know if it was like a uh, Stockholm Syndrome kind of thing or something. Uh, also, David Morse is in this. He's really good. Uh, Shawnee Smith. Who was Shawnee Smith? That name sounds familiar. Shawnee Smith. She's a versatile actress. She was in a movie with uh, C. Thomas Howe. She was in Saul 2, 3, and 4. The Blob. Obviously not the one with Steve McQueen. Shawnee Smith. Hmm. Name sounds very familiar. I only saw the first Saul movie, I think. So, lots of TV. She was in Armageddon, which I fucking hated. Carnival of Souls. That was a good movie. Um, Dogtown. I think I saw that. Was that the skateboard movie? No. That or was that the uh, that was the one? No, no, no. This is something, some shit movie. Mary Stuart Masterson, John Favreau, Natasha Gregson, Wagner, and Roy Cochran. Phil Van Horn, who left his small town a long time ago to become a Hollywood actor and hasn't had any success after that, returns to the town for a visit. There he is uniformly met like some kind of celebrity and movie star. He uses it to impress his and everybody's school love, Dorothy. Um, And her life now is gray and boring, a gray and boring experience. What's this thing about? Phil's in the movies. Those Jeff Bridges, Smiley Ringwald. Smiley Ringwald, no shit. You really in movies? Yep. Yeah. I thought you'd gotten bored by now. I'm going back to Hollywood. No, you remember me. Never gave me the time of day. I remember you, Philip. Time for a scream? What? You want to see me pee? Okay. You don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to go to a movie with me tonight? Now she's torn between the life she knows. Two people know each other a long time. Uh, what's the sense of living elsewhere? Huh. 
Apparently, she, Mary Stuart Masterson, is with uh, John Favreau, but then when uh, What's-His-Face comes back to town, you know, she's torn between two lovers, feeling like a fool. Let's see, who else? Karen Black is in this. This this episode really sucks, but I can't help it because now I'm distracted thinking about if these fuckheads are tearing up shit or something. Uh, let's see here. Maybe they tried to cut through, and I had this little tin building down there, and the doors are practically fucking hanging off of it, and there's nothing in there. They could steal everything in it and take it away, and I wouldn't give a fuck. But I should still just go out and bash their heads in, I think. I think it'd be good to bash them. Uh, Dogtown Bombshell. I don't even know. remember what I... Oh, I was looking up that chick. Um, what's her face? Smith. Who cares? Iron Eagle. I saw that. That was Lewis Gossett Jr. Summer School with uh, Mark Harmon. The Blob. Who knows Harry Crumb? Ugh, she was in that. Ugh. Seems like a fairly decent looking lady. But uh, Mary Stuart Masterson, I, I definitely had the... Uh, I liked her a lot. Liked her a lot. Uh, let's see if Mickey's going to be in anything coming up. Maybe he can donate some money to fucking uh, somebody else. Hunt Club, War, War Hunt, The Commando, Man of God. It looks like he's just playing in some... He's cashing checks now with his fucking weird-looking face. Uh, man of God, Paralyzed Man. Who's in this? Arius Servetalis and Alexander Petrov. Exiled unjustly, convicted without trial, slander without cause. Man of God depicts the trials and tribulations of St. Nectarios of Aegina as he bears unjust hatred of his enemies while preaching the word of God. Why is Mickey Rourke making these? Is he like some kind of uh, Catholic or something? I don't know, maybe. I'm not saying it's, I mean, I don't know. It's not my thing, but he can do whatever the fuck he wants. Mind my own business. <laughs> High Voltage with Antonio Sabato Jr., Lachlan Monroe, and Shannon Lee. Now, this is on, or no, it's not. I saw the trailer for this for some reason on YouTube, and I'm looking for it because I want to watch it. The trailer looks really good. Uh, like, you know, for a, like a low-budget action movie that you've never fucking heard of, I thought it looked pretty good. And Shannon Lee is Bruce Lee's daughter, real-life daughter. Uh, Terry Talks Movies did a an episode about the Terrifier, and uh, he got like a uh, big... The uh, Terrifier, um, this is Art Collector's Edition, Umbrella Entertainment, and you get all this Terrifier stuff, a Terrifier, like, figure... Uh, lots of Terrifier pictures and stickers and DVDs and all kinds of stuff. Blu-rays and all kinds of shit. It looks pretty cool. Again, it just wasn't my thing. It's just kind of like not my thing. I didn't, uh, I don't know. Maniac Cop is a good movie and worth watching. And I like Maniac Cop. And Maniac Cop 2 and Lorene Landon is in both of them, I believe. 
And uh, so I watched the first one. I didn't watch the second one. Uh, let's see here. What else? Lisa with Cheryl Ladd, D.W. Moffat, and Stacy Keenan. Now, this one is about a young girl who's like in, she's probably like 14, 13 or 14. And uh, her and her friends would get on the phone and like call people. Uh, just like before they used to have caller ID, before they had caller ID and you could call people and prank call them and stuff. And she starts calling um, people and she's talking to this guy. Um, and like gets him all horned up and everything. And so then he thinks that, you know, this hot chick is, is you know, flirting with him and stuff. So he's seeking her out because she doesn't realize it, that this dude is a psycho. And he's like a stalker and a psycho. So he, he, uses, he somehow tracks her down and finds out who she is and everything. And um, she thinks okay, my mother, is Cheryl Ladd, is divorced and doesn't have a boyfriend and just works all the time and everything. So she's going to try and, like, he says, well, um, meet me. Uh, where I just, where, where can we, like, just meet and say hi or something like that? So she goes to dinner with her mother, and her mother's wearing this white dress, and she tells this guy, who she thinks is a nice guy, uh, because she can't go with him because she's just, like, like a 13-year-old kid. She says, uh, well, I'll be wearing a white dress, and it's Cheryl Ladd. Well, then he kind of bumps into her at this restaurant. I think he manages the restaurant. And uh, he approaches her, Cheryl Ladd, and says, you know, oh, what a beautiful dress and everything. Uh, and But she kind of blows him off. So he's like, well, what the fuck? Well, then um, the daughter talks to him on the phone and says, well, you know, I'm shy and all this stuff and everything. But the guy's a psycho. So the guy ends up fucking showing up at their house and trying to commit mayhem. But it didn't have Cheryl Ladd naked, so... Okay, let's see. Uh, there's a new show coming out called A Spy Among Friends um, with um, Guy Pierce. And uh, it's all about the uh, Kim Philby... Uh, and the uh, fourth man deal with all that, the spy stuff you've seen. If you've seen Tinker Taylor, soldier spy, that was all based on this whole thing. And also it's in, um, the mini series, um, the, the, what is it? The company with, um, with, uh, Chris O'Donnell. Um, there's a, a part about that, which they actually are taught, you know, called Kim Philby and everything, use the names. And also the, uh, spy movie with, um, Matt Damon, Angelina Jolie and Robert De Niro and, uh, Alec Baldwin. Uh, they covered in that too. Cause it was a really famous thing where these British guys, uh, who all went to like Oxford and everything, there was like four of them. And they were in, well, there was three of them, and then there was a, a guy who was the uh, auteur, or he took care of the Queen's uh, artwork and everything, and he was an older guy, but he was also in on it, and they were all uh, Soviet spies. Uh, they were, not I shouldn't say sleeper ages, but I mean, they were, they just were communist, and they believed in, in communism and everything, but they got in into like MI, uh, MI6 uh, 
MI5, MI6. One of them is counterintelligence and the other one is intelligence. I can't remember. But anyway, they were in there and they were selling, or not selling, they were doing it for the, for their values and what they believed in. But still, they were traitors. But anyway, uh, we're going on two hours, so I'm going to go ahead and hang up here and uh, see if we can put this one out and talk to you guys later. Bye. Hope I didn't babble too much.